Why, hello, it is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Bradley of the band Amorosa over Zoom video. Bradley moved around quite a bit as a kid. His mom was in the army, so he lived in numerous places. He was born in North Carolina, but he spent most of his adolescent life in Indiana. Didn't get into music until much later in life as far as playing music. He joined the Air Force at 18 when he got back from Iraq. He went to a karaoke bar with his family and ended up singing. His friends and mom were like, oh my gosh, like you're actually really good at this. And from there, he kind of got the bug. He went on MySpace and tried out for a band that was in Michigan. So he moved to Michigan started playing with a band there, ended up joining a different band that had a little bit of success, and that's what drew the attention of Emeroso when they needed a singer. So he joins that band. The first record he was on is Versus. He talked about the struggle of kind of filling the role as the lead singer of this band that had already been established, the struggle with the band wanting to change their sound, and him kind of being a new member and having all that weight on him as the guy changing the sound of the band. The significant change in the band's sound on Peach Club and all about the new record that they've been working on and the most recent single called Preach. You can watch our interview with Bradley on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It would be amazing if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Podcasts, it would be awesome if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Emma Rosa. Uh, I'm Adam, by the way, and I and this is about you, uh, your journey in music, and we'll talk about the the new stuff coming out with uh, Emma Rosa. Okay, dope. Yeah, cool. Um, well, uh, I guess we always start with where were you originally born and raised? Man, that's such a loaded question for me. Right, <laughs> okay, right, right, right off the bat. <laughs> right off the bat, I'm pissing uh, you off, dude. I'm sorry. No, my uh, my mom was military, and so uh, okay. you know, I was. I, I technically I was born on a military base in North Carolina, and then uh, <clears throat> immediately uh, all over the place: Nashville, Honolulu, San Francisco, um, but. I think we ended up in Indiana for quite a while. And so, so I say my hometown is, is in Indiana. Okay. Wow. What, what part of the military was she? Uh, she was army uh, okay. and then uh, advised me not to do the army. So I ended up joining the air force. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. originally from San Diego, so there was big military presence there. Yeah. So yeah. Was- yeah. So you were always West coast. Uh, yeah, up until recently, right? I just moved to Nashville about a year and a few months ago. Yeah, during the during the pandemic, do you like it? Are you a fan? I love it here, man. I love it. Have you have you experienced the winter yet, or is it just yeah? You- yeah, yeah, I've experienced the winter, and it's definitely cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, even, and and even you know, even Nashville cold is not like winter. Indiana cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm there's worse, but right that lake effect that lake effect gets you. Sure. I have family in Cleveland, so I, mm. I experienced a few yep. winters there for like Christmas and stuff, but uh, yeah, never had a live there. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. When my mom asked me, are you coming home for Christmas? I'm like, uh, you might be coming here. Um, 
<laughs> Where are you located now? If you don't mind me, asking. I live in Los Angeles. Oh, you do? Okay, cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's quite a different uh, weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I I, uh, I spent uh, the last year in Venice, and so you're just in this pocket of perfect weather every day. It's, sure, it's it's amazing. That's amazing. That is so cool. So uh, you said Indiana. Like, how old are you when you kind of have established roots in Indiana? Uh, probably. Uh, pretty formative years, uh, you know, okay. maybe like 12, 11, 12. And then through high school was, okay. was, we, was stayed in Indiana. Cause once she retired uh, from the military, we pretty much stayed Stay around there. other family who was all in Northern Indiana, like just outside of Chicago. So. Okay. And how did you get into music? I, a question, huh? <laughs> no, no, it's, uh, it's great. It's great. Um, everybody has their story, right? I, yeah. Uh, was in the military and started really getting into, I got into, you know, music, not music, but I got into the world I'm in pretty late. Like okay. I grew up on Paul Abdul and Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson and like George Michael. That was like, you know, I'm in the backseat jamming to whatever my mom was listening to. And so, uh, and so I didn't really get into a lot of like the scene or whatever you want to call it, you know, the more independent music until I was, probably like 20, 19, 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <clears throat> but I discovered that through friends when I was in the military um, and ended up loving, you know, I, the, the, the field by ramen, like oh, sure. day of, of like, of like fallout boy, the Academy is gym class heroes, like the Paramore, like that was, I was like, that was like the come up when I was learning about it all. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and so I went home on leave. I got back from Iraq I was doing karaoke with my family in Indiana and I hadn't sang before, but I ended up singing with my uncle uh, and my mom's face just like lit up crazy first. Like uh, it was pretty, pretty indescribable feeling for me. I just saw something that made me think, Oh, this is what I want to do. Like, this is what I want to do. So I joined a band off of MySpace. Uh, oh, wow. was a band on MySpace that was like looking for a singer. And I'm like, okay. And I joined, never sang in a band, never anything. So everything I learned was, you know, off of the social media days of, of, you know, I was just raised into music from there. And so I joined a band off MySpace that lived in Michigan. So I ended up moving to Michigan to just sing for this band. Real quick, uh, uh, on that note, like, how did you, you just said, hey, I'm a singer. Like, I, I want to join your band. No, like, I was like, hey, I, I, um, I, I want, I'd like to audition, okay. you know. And yeah. And so, because they, uh, they were very like smaller band, but to me, I was like a band, you know, yeah, I didn't know their band for sure. Yeah. So, um, and I didn't have the, 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 the benefit of like going to high school with people who played music and like, this is, you know, that whole organic way of doing it. I just didn't have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did, I emailed them or, you know, messaged them. I was like, Hey, I'd like to do it. So they sent me an instrumental, um, uh, I, you know, I think I just had a buddy who was like, yeah, I can, I can record your vocals, you know? Um, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll try it. And I did it. And they were like, yeah, this is great. Come, you know, come jam with us. And I ended up living with one of the guys for a little while while I figured out, you know, got my footing in this new place. Cause I had, I, I was getting out of the military. My time was up. And so, Hey, I'm out of the military here. We can dive in. And so I went to this very awkward stage of transitioning from, military life to mm-hmm. living in a, a van traveling the country playing music with these guys it was a very drastic change uh oh, I, but it's what i, I want to imagine it's what, I, 
Yeah, it's, it's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you went kind of from like job, not only job security, but like you had a place to live and, and all these different things like ways to travel, a steady mm-hmm. income to, okay, we're going to get in this van and there's like nothing stable about any of this. Yeah, man. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I uh, you know, being in that world, you know, in that, in that, in that local Michigan world, you, you, mm-hmm. you meet other people meet other bands and uh i met a group of people who i I really got along with and i think i fit better you know as a person and vocally Mm -hmm. um and so i um ended up leaving and singing for that band and that was the that was the band that got me a little bit of notoriety i I use that word loosely but it got me enough attention Uh, i did that band for a couple years and that Mm -hmm. is what uh had emerosa reach out um you know almost almost 10 years ago now to wow. uh to sing for them yeah okay. 10 years i've been in this band still the new guy that's crazy uh-huh. <laughs> still the new guy <laughs> mm-hmm. even though you sang on more records than uh, all the previous singers yeah yeah <laughs> it's crazy to think about it's crazy to think about sure i mean wow well i'm i'm curious like so when you were you said you were 12 ish when you stayed or when you landed in Indiana yeah, it, and then were yeah. you just doing like sports or anything like that prior to being like, I'm going to join the air yeah. force was the air force I, kind of something you always had an eye on because you grew up in definitely that. not. No, oh, definitely really? Not. Okay. Uh, I, uh, I mean, I, <laughs> to be super honest, I wanted to be a pro wrestler so bad. Really? Uh, I remember freshman year walking into high school. I'm like, I'm joining the wrestling team. And <laughs> I walk in this gymnasium and there's no ring and I'm like, what is going on? And I did not know, you know, and this happens to a lot of people and they're just too embarrassed to say it. But like, I didn't know that there was like amateur wrestling and then there was wrestling on TV. So here I am walking in thinking I'm going to be power bombing every son of a bitch in here. DDT somebody. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, that was not the case, but I stuck with it. I still loved it. Uh, my, my, my grandpa was a pro wrestler. My uncle was a pro wrestler, just like small independent. So I was like, Oh, I want to do that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, after, after high school, I just, I was very aimless because it's a very small town where I was from. And there was not a lot of, you know, they're just the, the mentality there is, you know, you're here and this is, and and you're content here and you're happy. And I, and I, and I envy that because that like lifestyle can be very appealing um, but I, <clears throat> I definitely got nudged by some close people in my life who were like, you got to get out of here. You got to do something. And I'm like, I don't have any passion. I, I had no passion. I was, I was just like very aimless. Uh, I was 18, maybe. Yeah. A lot of people like at that, that age. I mean, you don't know yeah. what you're going to do. Like I remember yeah. I, at that age, I was, I thought I wanted to do like 50 things, but then mm-hmm. it was like, <laughs> oh, this takes a lot yeah. more work. Okay. I don't want to do that. Well, I want to do <laughs> Yeah. I think it's, I think it's tough that we're forced to pick our road with so little life experience. Mm-hmm. Um, All you know is what the, the handful of core classes that they teach you through school. And then they're like, yeah. okay, you want to be this that you've never learned anything about. Like, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole world out there that, uh, you know, you just don't, you just don't know, but. Um, I lost, I lost my, I lost my train of thought, but I, I was you know, pretty aimless. Mm-hmm. It was suggested to me to, uh, you know, go to the military. My best friend, he got in some legal trouble and the judge was like, Hey, you can either go to jail or you can go to the military. And he's like, okay, good, 
good choices. Uh, and he went to the military. Uh, and then he told me, he's like, Hey, it was the best thing that, that happened to me because like, you know, you get, you get shown this whole shade of life that you've never seen introduced to a lot of things, life experiences, like, all right, I'll do it. And so then I did it like just on a, on a whim. I was like, yeah, I'll do it too. Um, and then just ended up in it. I was a firefighter for four years. And uh, wow, that's what I was interested in doing. And I, I had a, my friend in San Diego, his dad was really high up in, in the San Diego fire department. He kind of like talked me, not talked me out of it, but I had to interview him for a class. And then his answers were like, okay, I don't think I can handle this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a good, it's a wonderful job. Uh, you know, obviously it, it comes with its, sacrifices but uh at the end of the day like <clears throat> i was passionate about music and so yeah. that's what like, spoke to me and and once you find that one thing i think everything else just falls to the wayside sure sure so you end up getting this band and then you decide okay i'm gonna move to michigan and yeah. well, i mean that must have been was that kind of terrifying like i don't know any i don't really know uh, these people probably that are in this band true. not only that but a city you don't know yeah. I mean, I was young and naive and I didn't care. I was like, this, this is music. I was, this is what I want to do. So that part of it really didn't, at the time I wasn't thinking like, Oh, you know, I was just like, yeah, this, I'm going and I'm doing this. And, and this is like, what's going to happen. This is like, what's next for me. Okay. And was this band sort of established at that time? Like, did they have a following uh, at all or yeah, were you yeah, kind they of had, I mean, as, as much as a MySpace following, you can't, you know, those, there was those days where it was like, Oh, there was those MySpace bands. Sure. Uh, but, um, but it wasn't anything, you know, not to the extent that I am, I am now um, comparatively. Right. But right. Just, uh, yeah, just some small bands. Uh, the, you know, the, the band that I was in before this uh, was Squid the Whale and that, I mean, the, the drummer of that band still, you know, my best friend to this day, we've been friends since, since we did that. And, uh, and that's so many years I'm, I'm reflecting back on that, but, uh, but yeah, just, you know, smaller local Michigan bands. Uh, and then I got, you know, got the email. I got, I got the email asking me to audition. And then, yeah. For, for MRS that you're talking about. Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. So you did, were you still in that band, but when you left to join Amorosa? Yeah, I told, um, I, so Long story short, I had went and I auditioned and they were like, okay, yeah, let's, you know, we want to move forward. Uh, and I actually just did it. I wasn't sure if I was ready for that because I kind of, at that time I had put some years into the industry. I knew about the band. Um, and I didn't know if I could handle what was going to come with that, knowing the situation, you know, but, uh, so, you know, I actually, I was just like, uh, I, you know, I appreciate it, but I, I stuck with the band that I was in at the time. And a year later, things hadn't really been moving, you know, in the band I was in. Uh, and so I was really, I started to reconsider that opportunity. Luckily, uh, I don't, I, I, I don't recall if I reached out or if they reached out. Um, I think they, I think I had reached out to ER um, who's always been the, the one I was closest to. And I reached out to E and I was like, Oh man, I, you know, I feel like I should have like looked at that opportunity harder. And he texted me back. 
Womp womp. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that story to this day. Um, Anyway, somehow we ended up, you know, all rekindling and, 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 and I moved forward with the opportunity. How long um, did it take between there and like him telling you that you probably like, ah, oh, damn, like, okay, that was, I think it was, I think it was, I think, I don't think it was very long. I think it was like a, 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 a couple months okay. that, uh, that maybe I think, I think, you know, an old member of the team had reached out or something it was like, Hey, you know, why don't you reconsider this? Or, you know, we're, you know, and, uh, yeah. And then I did. And that was 2000, 13. Wow. And yeah. from there on, yeah, I mean, obviously you've been in the band that long. And what was it like joining a, or going from, at that point, they were a pretty established band, obviously. Yeah, they had been pretty stagnant for like four years. So it yeah. kind of fell off. And I was like, what's, you know, and uh, they, honestly, they were all working at Jimmy John's so that they could like keep living, you know, because there was no band stuff happening. So mm-hmm. um, it was, uh, you know, definitely a long road to like they were established for sure. Uh, and, and I'm, and I'm very grateful for the opportunity because it's granted me, you know, it's granted me more opportunities, uh, within that, that, um, I'm, I'm very thankful for. Sure. Um, but it was a startling jump from where mm-hmm. I was. I was ill-equipped for sure to go from where I was to, uh, you know, where they were. Right. I mean, I can imagine that only like, especially going in as the new singer, right? I mean, did you have mm-hmm. to start off by singing the old songs? And then what was like, was it hard to kind of be now the front man of a band that you hadn't really played with a whole lot? Yes. Thousand percent. All of those, all of that. Yes. It was, it was difficult for sure. Put me in a rough place. I, uh, I, I just walked into this scenario and just, it was just like, bullied from day one by by the fan base you know it's of course. like um and then i uh um yeah bullied from day one by the fan base and i and for years i did play the old songs uh mm-hmm. and, and people uh, i've seen it i've seen it where people are like oh he doesn't play the old his his ego won't let him play the old songs anymore and it's like ah oh, that's not really the case like at all like i i you know, going into the, going into the first record, I was like, Oh, we should be as, you know, I was scared. I was like, well, we should be as close to the last record as we can musically and this and that. And they were on a different wavelength. They're like, no, we're going to do something very different. And like, Mm -hmm. we want this and this. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get eaten alive for, for this. Um, You know, because I became the, the, the scapegoat for every choice that the band made because I was new. And so everything that happened, it was like, Oh, it's gotta be because of this guy. Right. Um, it's like, Oh, they changed their sound because he's now in the band. Now that now yeah. he's going to change. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You had the weight of the to world. Be, when it came to, to, that. Be, to be fair. I, I will say like into the peach club and now this like preach in our new mm-hmm. record full on, I will take responsibility for being a very strong hand in that shift in sound. Um, <laughs> And I'm very proud of it. But jumping into the band sounds rad. <laughs> thank you. But but jumping into it, you know, a, a, almost a decade ago, I was still very young. I did not know. I was still young in this industry. I was still young in this. You know, I didn't know anything about the level that this band was at mm-hmm. and how to navigate it. Um, and so I did everything that I could to try to, you know, appease the fans. And, uh, and I did, I was like, yeah, hey, we should keep singing the old stuff. And they're like, no, like, 
we're, you know, we're done with that. I'm like, okay, you got it. Uh, right. And, uh, what do you, yeah. It's not, you can't go out and explain all that to people like, okay, yeah. like, just so you guys it, know, you know, you just have to, you just have to take it on the chin. Uh, and I did for what feels like, at like what feels like a decade <laughs> because we'll post we'll, we'll, we'll post things and 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 even now like when posting preach there's still those that are like what happened to this band and it's like oh oh you have not been paying attention right <laughs> so right. you know it is what it is uh at the end of the day like now we're making stuff that uh, we're we're proud of and 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 like i said when i when i joined like got in the music it was like the myspace age mm-hmm. so my and I was, I was, I was built to like in the social media world of music where it's like, that's how I know if I'm good or not, what is social media saying? And that was a really hard thing to unlearn that like, it does, like, like Twitter doesn't matter. And you know, that like those kind of things, like that was a very hard thing to unlearn that, that the internet opinions, you have to take them with a grain of salt. Right. And uh, it's, it's even more, you know, accelerated in that aspect now with, with people having a song on TikTok go viral. And then it's, they, they have this fan base that it's built essentially online. And if they try to go play, you know, the Roxy in LA, maybe six people will show up. Like yeah. but you have this yeah. million plus fan base. Mm-hmm. It's a strange time. Well, now, you know, there's going to be, cause there's going to be, you're going to end up paying, I can see it now. Like the, you're going to end up paying a, a digital ticket and in, in, in the metaverse, and that's how you're going to go to a show. And so those TikTok people are going to have millions of people who've paid two dollars to go to their concert, and they're just at home doing a concert and and making you know millions, oh, loads of money. That's so yeah. bizarre. It's so mm-hmm. bizarre. That whole metaverse you know, just blows my mind. It's like it's it's, it's the Sims, it. dude. It's the Sims with goggles on. <laughs> I don't understand how people aren't picking that up. It's like. It is just like you're just now in in first person of your Sims character. Like, you know what I mean? Right. You can buy like property in the game. Like what? Yeah. Who, th- that blows my mind. The, I have my son's 14 and he is way into, you know, he has the Oculus and all that. And he's showing me, right. like, dude, watch this. You can like go watch a, you know, basketball game courtside. I'm like, that's so cool. But I could also just watch it on TV and be like legit in the game. Like as people are going back yeah. and forth, I'm going to see every b- yeah. good play. Yep. I, I just, I doesn't, I just feel old. I'm like, I don't understand this like at all. Yeah, It's tough. It's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep your finger on the pulse. Right. It's yeah. like, why would you in the, the, with NFTs, like all that to me, I'm like, why would I buy a digital picture? Like I, if I was, I understand if like I own the piece of art and I'm hanging it on my wall and people are going to come to my mm-hmm. house and they're like, Oh damn, you have that. Yeah. Not like, dude, check this like email out that I have when it's, I own this picture. It's <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's tricky. There's, there's arguments to both sides. I, you know, no, I'm, I know there are, it's just, I just feel yeah. like such a, you know, dinosaur, like trying to figure this out. I'm like, what? I, get I don't it. get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course, of course. But wow. Yeah. That's crazy to think about that. Yeah. The metaverse yeah. concerts and stuff like just, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Um, wow. Well, so you come in on verses and it's like, okay, like you said, you have to, they want to change the sound and like, you're like, okay, I got to write this record and kind of help. Like, cause that was the first record that you were on. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Was it yeah. hard to, you know, write and navigate like with all these new people and yeah, hey, you must've been overwhelmed. Uh, it was a very, yeah, it was a miserable experience. Uh, and, and, and I've been no stranger to say like people think I don't love that record. 
and, and, and to an extent, yes, but it was my experience making the record, mm-hmm. which is why I have such disdain for it. Uh, and, and in a sense, let it go. But it was a very miserable experience. Like, you know, the, the band has gone through many, many shapes and sizes and, 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 and experiences. And that was not a good one. Uh, and shortly after that, you know, there was and, and at no fault of their own, but mm-hmm. there was people who were ready to be out of that band before I stepped foot in the door. Uh, they just it's a hard thing to let go when you have years of your life invested in something mm-hmm. and it's a hard thing to realize that you're ready for the next thing and you're ready to move on from that. And so I think that was a situation that was happening back then. And, uh, and so, yeah, it was a difficult record to make. And, and, and I think that, you know, ultimately I, 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 I want to be proud of that record, but the experience making it was rough, rough, very, right. yeah, very um, rough. On that next album, do you feel like you had your footing more? I mean, uh, 131. Yeah. yeah, you had a couple of years in the band at this point, or a handful of years in the band at this point, and yeah, you already a had a record out. Yeah, and and we got to be, you know, I, I, I think doing that record with Casey Bates was uh-huh. the, the best move because he was, he was wonderful in making that record. Um, and, you know, it was it was much it was a much lighter experience, you know, because like we we just had a better energy, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, and that was great, and I love that record, and it, and it did really cool stuff for us. We got to do a lot of things, and I think it was a great it's a great alternative rock record. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was a much and and if you look at like verses to one thirty one, you can see the lightness, you can feel the lightness in the record, like it feels hap- like none of them are necessarily happy, but they feel brighter, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so after 131, we toured a lot and then it was time to do the next record. And it was like, I, I was like, yeah, I think, you know, it's like we did the, we've done the alternative rock thing. Like mm-hmm. we make another rock record, like it's another rock record. And I, I didn't want to do that. And, and, and we didn't really want to do that. So we ended up going with Courtney Ballard and doing peach club. Mm-hmm. And whew, that was, <laughs> the experience yeah oh you really great good way or a great okay. best, best best person courtney and i are and I, and I will say this with all confidence we are a dream team when it comes to writing together mm-hmm. uh absolutely love working with him uh loved making peach club it was so fun it was so bold it was such a it, it and, and if you just listen to 131 then you listen to peace club as a whole it is a drastic genre shift and i can oh, see sure. that. <laughs> um, for sure i will say that moving forward from peace club it will not be such a such a drastic change it would kind of be like the 131 to our verses you know in in a way mm-hmm. but uh but it's uh but making peach club was wonderful and then uh we did, you know, we did great things with Peach Club. Unfortunately, they were cut short because of the pandemic. Uh, we right. only got to do we only got to do one tour with Peach Club, and then, you know, obviously the world shut down, and so been pretty stagnant for years. And then things open up. We go to do this new record, and Courtney again. We, you know, Er and I sat there with Courtney, and I think we knocked it out of the park. And there were some great people that we brought in on on this new record. And I have to be careful because I haven't talked about the new record yet. So I don't want to be like, say like, oh, this or that. You know what I mean? Right, uh, right, right. But well, I love that you know, you're talking about the new record. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
it's it's going to be a minute. I mean, we're going to be putting out, you know, Singles we're going to be putting out, yeah, we're going to be putting out tracks. But but preach, uh, I think, is a great staple point of the record. The the way that given up was a great introduction to Peach Club. I think that is what preach is for this new album. That's super exciting. Wow. Um, well, and with, it's just you, you and ER the, wrote this whole record together because it's essentially the two of you now, right? Yes. Yeah. So ER and ER has been there since day one. Yeah. He's been uh, in the yeah original guy. He has been, you know, he has been the rock of this band since day one. And him and I, um, like I said earlier, he, you know, was always, I was the closest with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we've always been like, it's just always been the right fit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so making, uh, you know, uh, Courtney, Courtney was a huge part of writing this record the same way that he was with Peach Club. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then, you know, we, uh, we have like, like Steph, um, Steph, uh, Stefano Pigliopoco, he, he wrote some stuff. Um, we've, we had, uh, uh, this dude, uh, Jared, who is, he has this project called veins, like, and then our, 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 our friend, Alan oh, Lewis, yeah, I know, I, uh, I know yeah. the band, uh, I, so they I add in some guys before. Yeah. They, they, they help add in some like production and they, or they pitch ideas and it all kind of gets blended together. I mean, we walked into this new record with probably 50 ideas. Wow. Um, and we were like, here's everything. Let's sift through it all. Write it. I mean, preach, the chorus for preach was rewritten three times before we were like, it was actually on the chopping block. We were going to cut the song. Really? Uh, and then, yeah. And I, and, and I was having a, um, I was, uh, I was on a call, uh, with one of my friends who I also like, uh, would teach and him and I were spitballing. Um, and he helped come up with the idea for the actual chorus that we have now. So. Wow. And then it's, it went out as the first song from the record. And it ended up being, yeah, and it ended up being the first track, uh, which is. Oh, wow. Okay. It's the first song on the album and it's the first, yeah, first bit. Yeah, it is the first, it is the first song on the album. So, (laughs) yeah, that's all. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Wow. I think it's, I think it's great. I I love the video. I love, you know, Thomas Dutton did the music video um, and he, uh, he was the singer for this band, Forget Durden, which I don't know if you remember those. I don't remember that band. Yeah, they were in that same world, that Fuel by World. Okay. Um, Great band. Um, But anyway, he did a fantastic job on the video. Um, The whole thing has really come together, you know, better than I could have imagined. It was scary. Definitely scary to be, like, gone for so long. We hadn't hadn't put out a song in 890 days. So... uh, (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's pretty specific. I mean, uh, but I'm sure you knew exactly. You're like, it's been one day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. When did you start working on the the album? Um, Or writing? I shouldn't even say writing for the album. I would say, I mean, I mean, there's songs that are on the album from 2019. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we've, you know, uh, there's been, I mean, iterations of songs that have been brought in are from all, I mean, there was, there was songs on the record that were written in the studio that day. You know, it's just, it's all, it's all across the board. That's amazing. And did you plan on uh, going out and playing? Like, uh, do you have any shows or anything you're going to do to support uh, we, or nothing? We, right don't have any, we don't have anything announced. Uh, for, it's a little tricky still for me. I'm seeing shows still get canceled because of, you know, yeah, yeah. COVID and, uh, and, and, and tours are like, Oh, we have to postpone this tour now. And that's just, 
it's a lot to put in. Uh, it's, it's a lot to put in, you know, it's a lot of work to see something maybe that it's going to get canceled. Yeah, last it's tough. Minute. I mean, you have to. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, I definitely think, I mean, there's definitely going to be, there's definitely going to be shows. There's definitely going to be tours. It's going to be, you know, full on. There's going to be a record. It's just a matter of like making it happen the right time. Okay. That's, a, that's exciting though. That's really, I'm sure you're pumped, man. I mean, it's been so I, long. I am. I am. The record is so good, dude. It's so great. I love that. I love that. I'm so happy for you guys. That's sick. Thank you. Thank you. So you have the, yeah, the song, the videos out for, for, for preach now. Preach. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, when do you anticipate the next song being released or are you guys just kind of, cause this is just came out. I mean, it's, yeah, it out. just came yeah. out. I mean, like have, yesterday, you know, right? Yeah. Yesterday. For, so for this, for the purpose of day today, but I mean, obviously when the episode goes out, I was just curious. Yeah. yeah. So it came out the 27th. Um, I would say, I mean, there are, there are, there's many more singles to come uh, this year. So Amazing. how they're spaced out, how they're spaced out. I'm not positive. We're just kind of flying by the seat of our pants. And, and so when we're ready to put it out, we put it out. Okay. And how long in the studio were you guys, were you there writing the record? Uh, we when, did did a you, month. when did you know it was going to be an album or did you know it was going to be an album from day one? Going in with Courtney, we knew it was going to be an album. Um, okay. You know, and then. Uh, we, I think, I think we went, we went in for a while. Then we kind of, uh, we did, we took a break during like Thanksgiving, I believe, and then came back to revisit the album after, you know, after the holiday, and kind of wrapped it up and finished it up. And uh, so I would, I would say over the course of like two months. I mean, to be honest, the record's not even finished uh, right now. Oh, okay. Like, as far as like you know, mixing and mastering goes, it's like, but all the pieces are moving, you know? I mean, with this, this album was probably done so much differently than anything you had ever done prior, as far as writing a record with the band, just in the sense that you guys were touring and then you were what, writing a record in between tours and then get it back on the road. And then yeah, now you I mean, have a sense of you've been sitting or you, no one was doing anything as far as touring for yeah. a long time. So you yeah, have a years. lot of time to, to focus on you know the record at least was that a benefit for for the the album do you think i think so um yeah i've seen a lot of people speak about you know making a record on tour is just not the right move mm -hmm. uh, and it depends on your perspective depends on like you know your genre and how specific you are about the sounds and things you know obviously you're not going to have a string quartet on your bus and you know <laughs> try to figure that out but right. um for us i just just wrote for so long um and so it's good and bad because maybe you're overthinking and you're overwriting and you have too much time to analyze your songs or you don't have enough time or you know there's it, it just depends on your perspective for us this this was pretty similar writing style to what we did with peach club okay. um i do a lot of writing with courtney because i just love his input um and uh we also do a write a lot of writing with like uh, with this this guy Alan Lewis, who's also he just adds this special bit of uh, production. Um, but I I did I did uh, on Peace Club I was told to kind of pull back a little bit on like vocally I was told to kind of hold back not hold back but I I felt a little restricted in some parts and 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 on this new record there was nobody there to tell me to to back off. So 
I just went full, whatever I wanted to do, I just did. Do you feel like that's why it became a little more, I guess, edgy compared to the the Peach Club record? Or yeah, it does have a lot more. At, yeah, there's there's a lot more attitude on this record. Uh, I would say this uh, this record has a lot more attitude, has a little bit of a chip on its shoulder compared to the lightness and the kindness of Peach Club. Right. Yeah. Because going into Peach Club, did you know that you were were you just in the? Were you guys all kind of inspired to write more of? Uh, yeah, I think we were just so excited to change genres and 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 so excited to try something new that you know we were just doing it. You know, and we were you know some of the songs we played it safe, but. That I don't feel like that's the case moving forward. Amazing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can. You listen to preach, and I, and I can just hear so many. I can hear, you know, I can hear the George Michael. I can hear the Janet Jackson, uh-huh. uh, and and the New Jack Swing. I just, I hear. I'm, I feel like I'm sitting in the back of my mom's car, and that's the best feeling I could get from it. That's amazing. That's amazing, man. Well, I again, I love the song and and the video you guys have done, which is really Thank incredible. You. Uh, I cannot wait to hear the the rest of what you guys have in store because I I've been a fan of your band for a long time so I think that's Thank and you. I really appreciate your time man today this has been oh, awesome it, it is my pleasure it is my pleasure uh, yeah I I appreciate that very much it 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 does not go unnoticed uh, we are very grateful for the for the people who have been there for you know even longer than I have who still. <laughs> who have grown up and like still listen to this band because their tastes have changed the same way that ours have, you know? And that's, Mm -hmm. I think that's who we relate to the most. Um, I personally can't relate to someone who was like, Hey, I would really love uh, another hardcore record. And it's like, well, there are bands for you, but this is not the one. Right. And I, that's what I appreciate about your band and the fact that you were able to continue to kind of, you know, evolve. And and because if you were writing the same record you wrote, you know, 10 years ago now, like, okay. Like it's either, that's what I always find interesting with people and and like hardcore fans of bands that will be like, they shouldn't have like, you know, they changed their sound or blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, we're all getting older and we're all evolving as artists. Like you wouldn't write the same stuff you listen to, or you're probably listening to different stuff. And like, it just, it changes people's. I, 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 I I mentioned it. I mentioned it when we did Peach Club and it's like, you know, everybody goes through puberty and it's like this band just happens to keep going through puberty. Like we just keep growing and keep changing. And I don't know, like, look, I will not say that the record after this isn't going to be a hardcore record. I don't know what we're going to make. We're going to make whatever we want to when the time comes. Right. And, and that's just the benefit of, you know, being in this band like we are allowed to do that and can and so mm-hmm. uh but yeah i'm, I'm yeah. having a blast i'm having a blast now that's awesome that's all that matters in the end exactly and exactly if you're enjoying it and you're putting out rad music everyone else will or your fans or whoever will definitely hear that and see that i think that's awesome well thank fans you sure. yeah, yeah 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 thank you so much for doing this riley i appreciate your time man oh um, it's my pleasure I do have one more quick question. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Advice for aspiring artists, man. Uh, just enjoy it now. It is, it, is a, it is a cliche for a reason, um, but like you are, you are in the good parts right now. Like you are in the good part because in 10 years, you're going to look back and like, man, that was so cool. 
you know, or that was so hard, but I love what I learned. And, and I spent way too much time in the good parts wanting to be to the next place. And I didn't sit and think, Oh, I'm in it. I'm doing this. Like we, we were in the middle of a, before the pandemic, we were in the middle of a sold out tour. And I was just thinking about the next thing instead of like, we're in the middle of a sold out tour, you know, eight years into me joining this band, like finally doing it. And I wasn't appreciating, appreciating it in the moment. And, and so now it's a, it's a perspective that I have that like, just be in that moment and, and let yourself enjoy it. Like it's sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it sucks, but you're not going to remember that. You're not going to be like, Oh, it was hard here. You're going to remember oh, those were the good times. <laughs> 